Let us open up our Bibles to the book of John chapter 15. Amen. I want to thank God for all of the fathers. Amen as well. I know today's not your day. Amen. It is your day to serve your wives, to serve the mothers. But we should be that way every day. Can you say amen, church? Brothers, it ain't about you today. You don't pick the restaurant. You don't pick the meal. It's not your schedule. Amen. Sisters like, yeah. Tell them, Pastor. Starting fights up here. Sister Rachel, stop it, Sister Rachel. And if your wife wants to have a salad today, Brother Oscar, you better have a salad with your wife today. And I'm not talking about the salad on your burger. I don't even think he eats sad on his burger. John chapter 15, verses 11 and 12. Amen. I'm excited. I just have a, a not a long thought, amen, a, a short thought that God just deposited something in my heart last week, amen, for, for everyone here today, amen. John chapter 15, verses 11 and 12. want to thank those that are online. Amen. These are the words of Jesus Christ. Amen. Speaking to his disciples. Speaking to his followers. He says, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full he said this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you that you love one another the way that I have loved you amen for just a little bit this morning I want to present this sermon to you and teach on this topic of unconditional love. Unconditional love. Jesus Christ, we love you and we appreciate you, Lord, and we thank you for the reading of your word. Lord, we just ask you to open up our hearts and our minds and our souls, Lord. We thank you for every mother that is represented here today, Father. We thank you for blessing them with good life good health good provision father we just pray that you continue to bless them real good father not just today but every day of their life father we pray that they live to be 120 years old hallelujah father that they live the blessed life in you father we pray this in jesus name amen y'all may be seated in jesus name amen
Amen. Unconditional love. Amen. Again, I would like to start out this morning just by saying Happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers. Amen. Uh, today is Mother's Day. Amen. Today is a day where we recognize those individuals that have loved us unconditionally. Amen. That have, I speak as a son. Amen. Uh, and I thank my mother this morning uh, for loving me unconditionally. Amen. For allowing me to experience that agape love. Amen. That Jesus Christ has given to each and every one of us here this morning. An unconditional love. In other words, it doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter where you have been. It doesn't matter, amen, how you turned out. Amen. The love of a mother towards a child is compared to the love that Jesus Christ has for his church. Amen. Which is an unconditional, an agape love. Amen. And so we honor these special women in our life. Amen. That uh, nurtured us and took care of us. Amen. And for some that even provided, amen, for us and protected us. Amen. As we grew up as children and, and still to this day, uh, uh, although here I stand uh, uh, 47 years young, amen, I uh, uh, still honor my mother and she still uh, calls me those little names that she used to call me. Amen. When I was a child, amen, and I'd be sitting in my living room and she still comes up to me and, and grabs me by the head and starts kissing me on my head or in my cheek. And I kind of have to pull away. Amen. And, and she says, oh, stop it. I'm still your mother and I can still baby you if I want to. Amen. And that's that unconditional love that a mother, no matter how young or how old you are, they're going to still look at you as mama's little girl or, or daddy's uh, 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 or uh, mama's little boy, amen. That's that unconditional love. That's that agape love, amen, that we experience, amen, in our lives. And I thank the Lord for that love. That love is not a love that is easily broken, amen. It is not a love that is uh, broken, amen. It doesn't matter, like I said, what you've done. I remember there were times, amen, I, uh, before I came to the Lord, I uh, disappointed my mother many times, amen, with uh, decisions that I made or uh, roads that I walked down or choices that I made in my life. Uh, uh, disappointed my mother at times and they hurt my mother's uh, feelings. And uh, uh, But nevertheless, her love was always there. It was unabounding. It was unconditional. It was there. It was never there to to tell me, I don't love you anymore, son. Uh, I, I don't want you around anymore. Amen. That love was unconditional. But I must tell you today, mothers, that some Mother's Day experiences can be more revealing than others. Can you say amen? Amen. There's a story of, of two children, amen, uh, who ordered their mother one morning to stay in bed on Mother's Day. Amen. And uh, they went up to the bedroom and they told her, they ordered her to stay in bed. And as she lay in bed looking forward, amen, to being served breakfast, amen, as she smelled the bacon, amen, the smell of bacon that 
floated up, amen, into the room from the kitchen. And there she lay in bed waiting patiently, amen. And finally, at last, the children that were downstairs, they called her into the kitchen, amen. And as she walked into the kitchen, she found them both sitting at the table, Amen. Each with a large plate in front of them uh, with bacon and sausage. Amen. And eggs uh, and pancakes. Amen. Just like we had yesterday morning. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. But when they both noticed that the mother walked into the kitchen, amen, they both looked at the mother and they said, uh, as a Mother's Day surprise, uh, today we decided to cook our own breakfast. I know it was going to take a minute. They said, this morning we decided to to give you a break and uh, to cook our own bacon, egg, sausage, and pancake breakfast. Amen. And so I would like to ask that question this morning, amen, uh, of who else is taken for granted more than a mother? And so because of that, it is only right that we devote this day uh, in honor, amen, of those that have devoted their lives to Christ, to those that have devoted their lives to their families, amen, uh, to their children, uh, and to their church. Uh, And so today, with that being said, as my introduction, uh, I would like to to give our mothers a, a huge hand clap this morning, if you would join me, amen. Come on. Hallelujah. As we cooked our own breakfast this morning. Amen. Our sermon today as other years could easily be about a good mother. Uh, It could easily be uh, uh, instructions or it could very easily be an admonition or even a correction. Amen. At some times you'll hear a pastor stand behind the pulpit. Amen. And and begin to correct the mothers uh, or tell them what they need to do and how they need to do it. Uh, Amen. But today I would like to speak to the entire congregation. Uh, I would like to, to speak to female and male. Amen. And I'd like to speak to those that are young and old this morning. Morning, uh, 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 of this message of, of unconditional love, uh, because I truly believe with all of my heart uh, and all of my soul, amen, uh, that unconditional love uh, is for all of us. It is something that every one of us, each every individual, whether you're male or female or or whether you're young and old, uh, this is a message that each and every one of us uh, should have in our hearts this morning. Can somebody say amen? We're talking about unconditional love, a love that has no boundaries, a love that has no condition, a love that doesn't turn on and off like a switch, a love that is continuous, a love that is all the time. That is not only the, it's not just for the mothers, but it's also for the fathers and it's also for the children and the grandchildren to have a love that is unconditional, that no matter what happens in my life, that no matter what I experience, 
experience or no matter what that individual does, then I'm going to love. Why? Because God's love to us is unconditional. God's love that no matter what we do, God is always going to stand at the door with his arms open, ready to love you, ready to receive you, ready to forgive you at all times. Can you say amen? Amen. Isn't God so awesome, church? God is so awesome that when you're not faithful, he stays faithful. God is so awesome that when you don't love him the way you should, he still loves you the way he should love you. And that is unconditional love this morning. Amen. Can you say amen? In this portion of scripture that we read, we find that Jesus Christ is, is looking to the cross of Calvary. Amen. As he stands there with his disciples. Amen. He's looking to the cross of Calvary where the unconditional love for you and I really and truly took place. Amen. That place where, where he glorified God and that place where he was obedient to the plan that God had for him and his life. Amen. We all know that God was, uh, Jesus Christ was God manifested in the flesh. Amen. But we know that he came down to this world as a man and a walker. Amen. To show you and I what true unconditional love really is. Amen. The Bible says this. He tells the disciples, he commands his chosen disciples to do the same. In John chapter 15 verses 11 and 12. He says these things I have spoken to you. That you may have joy. And that joy may remain in you. And that your joy may be full. He says this is my commandment. That you love one another as I have loved you. You know, this is a powerful portion of scripture right here because Jesus Christ is not letting his followers know that love is an option. He's not letting his followers or his believers know that love is an option. In another version, he says this, a new commandment I give unto you. And so right here we find that Jesus is, he's not giving a suggestion. He, he's not giving them a recommendation. He's not giving them a, some advice. He's giving them a commandment. It is a commandment. He gives this commandment to you and to me today. And he gives us his commandment. He doesn't say, if you feel like loving them, or, or if they treat you a certain way, then, then you could love them. Or if they buy you certain things, then you should love them. He says, no, I command you to love them. And I pondered on that for a little bit, Sister Susanna, and I thought to myself, why would this have to be a commandment? Why couldn't he just say, hey, love everyone? Why did you have to command everybody to love? Why did it need to be a commandment? And I truly believe that he gives this commandment to you and I because inside of each and every one of us, whether we want to admit it 
or we don't want to admit it, uh, inside each and every one of us, there's a part that rebels, that resists against the word of God. There is. There is a part of, of, of inside of each and every one of us that, that rebels against what God wants, that rebels against uh, the commandments of God, and not just love, other stuff too, but there's something inside of us, uh, and it's called that fleshly nature, amen, that we were born with, that, that each and every one of us have inside, uh, amen, that rebels uh, against the commandments of God, uh, amen, it rebels against the idea of unconditional love can i really love someone unconditionally can i really love somebody the way god loves me can i really sacrifice my life for an individual they've hurt me they've lied on me they've talked about me they haven't been there for me they walked out on me hallelujah and how am i supposed to give them that unconditional love amen and so Jesus Christ had to make certain commandments because he knew he was dealing with a people, amen, that had just a little bit inside of them uh, that, hey, uh, I don't think I can do that. Uh, I don't think I can uh, uh, forgive that individual or I don't think I can love that individual for, for what they put me through. Maybe uh, you were hurt as a child or, or maybe you were an abused as an adult. Uh, but hey, God is saying that you and die must carry an unconditional love for this world can you say amen and I understand, I know that there's a part of us that doesn't believe that. Uh, there's a part of us that, that says there's no place for this kind of love uh, in this world because maybe you haven't experienced it But as followers, as followers, as, as believers, as, as partakers, and, and as recipients of, of God's unconditional agape love, there has to be a point in our lives where we say, enough is enough. Amen. Well, we have to, to get to that point in our life where, where enough is enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love my family. Hallelujah. I'm going to love my neighbors. Uh, I'm going to love my enemies. Uh, I'm going to love those that have trespassed against me. Uh, I'm going to love those that have hurt me. Uh, I'm going to love those that have talked about me. Uh, I'm going to love those that walked out on me. Uh, maybe they walked out on you five years ago, uh, 10 years ago, uh, 30 or 40, and you're still holding on to it. Uh, I'll never love you, uh, but God is commanding each and every one of us today uh, to look past the individual's faults, uh, to look past the individual's flaws, uh, and to love the way he has loved the church. Hallelujah. Can somebody say amen? We're talking about an unconditional love. Amen. I don't know about you, church, but I want to love people the way God loves me. That's what I want to do. 
and I wish somebody, I hope and I pray that somebody today would join me and jump on that bandwagon and say, you know what, pastor, I'm with you. It don't matter because you know why? As even as a pastor, people have talked about me. Even as a pastor, people don't see eye to eye with me. Some people don't even talk to me for whatever reason. Hallelujah. But I love them. I pray for them. And I desire, hallelujah, that everybody make heaven their home. I'm going to love the way God loves me with an unconditional agape love. Amen. Mothers. No, I won't ask you to do that yet. I want to share another story with you. Amen. I'm a storyteller this morning. Amen. There's a, we're talking about loving somebody unconditionally. Amen. We're talking about that no matter the circumstance that we love. Amen. A story is told about a teacher. Amen. We have some teachers in the house. Amen. Who was helping one of her kindergarten students put on his boots. Amen. His teacher was helping one of her kindergarten. How many uh, teachers are you guys? Have you ever taught kindergarten? Amen. You, you Yeah, kindergarten. They don't listen too well, right? Amen. They're a little rambunctious. Amen. Huh? That's not the right word. A story is told about a teacher, amen, who was helping one of her, child, her, her kindergarten students out put on his boots. He asked for help, and she could see why. With her pulling and pushing, the boots still didn't want to go on. And when the second boot was on, she had worked up a sweat. She almost whimpered when the little boy said, Teacher, they're on the wrong foot. She looked and sure enough, they were. It wasn't any easier pulling the boots off than it was pulling, putting them on. But she managed to keep her cool. As together they worked to get the boots back on, this time on the right feet. He then announced, these aren't my boots. She bit her tongue rather than to get in his face and scream, why didn't you say so? Like she wanted to. Once again, she struggled to help him pull the ill-fitting boots off. He then said, they're my brother's boots. My mom made me wear them today. She didn't know if she wanted to laugh or if she wanted to cry. But she mustered up the grace to wrestle the boots on his feet again. And she said, now where are your mittens? He said, I stuffed them in the toes of my boots. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those days? Mothers. Have you ever had one of those days? I, I believe not just mothers. I believe the fathers too have had one of those days. I believe we've all had, have had one of those days. So my question to you is this. Will we bite our tongues? Will we bite our tongues? Will we carry the countless little crosses that appear before us every day? Amen. 
Will we take on else? Will we take on someone else's burdens? Will we apply the scriptures to our life? Amen. The Bible says in the book of Galatians, chapter 6 and verse 2, it says, bear one another's burdens and fulfill the law of Christ. And this right here is what unconditional love does. Amen. It bears the burdens. It accepts, Sister Desiree, the little crosses. Amen. Because knowing that if we accept those little crosses that come to our life, knowing that the large cross has already been taken for us. Knowing that God has already got it under, he's already sacrificed, he's already given uh, the love that is, that is unconditional, the agape love, he's already done it. Uh, and so how many, you and I, where we can just look at those little crosses, amen, uh, but knowing that, hey, uh, I didn't have to hang on the cross, uh, I didn't have to get whipped with a cat of nine tails, uh, I didn't have to wear the crown of, thrones, uh, of thorns, uh, I didn't have to get stabbed in my side of my rib cage amen uh, all I gotta do is bear these uh, little burdens I gotta just fulfill the law of Christ and bear one another's burdens with my brothers and my sisters uh, knowing that he did the bigger job for us amen knowing that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ accepted us so that we might accept others I'm talking today about a love that accepts. I'm talking about a love that, that embraces, a love that, that forgives, a, a love that makes room for mistakes. Can we look past mistakes today? Can we look beyond? God is asking somebody today, have you, do you make room for mistakes in your life? Do you have room for others to make mistakes? That's unconditional love. I'm talking about a love that accepts, a love that embraces, a love that forgives, a love that makes room for people's mistakes. The Bible says this in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. We're talking about an unconditional love today. Paul says this, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace only comes through the Lord. Through whom also we have access by faith into his grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, and not only that, he says, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance, it produces character, and character hope. And hope does not disappoint, 
Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which was given to us. He says, for when we, he says, for when you and I, for when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly, you and I. He died for you and I, the ungodly. He says, for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrated his love toward you and I, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So before you even came to the Lord, before you even cleaned yourself up, when you were out there doing your thing, when you were out there running with the enemy, when you were out there running with the devil, when I was out there filling my body with all kinds of trash, God still loved me and God died for me and he went all the way to Calvary for me with me on his mind. Oh, I don't know about you. But that's something to be grateful about. Because even the Bible says that scarcely, that not even somebody, not even for a good man. I know, I know we, we hear it all the time. Can, I'll, I'll give my life and, and, and till the wheels fall off and, and, and I'll die for you. And, and we hear all that. But really, would you? Really? I'm going to go die for you right now. I'll be back. Oh, you won't be back. Actually, we most will. I don't know. You get to thinking about it, and you're like, well, hold on a second. Death, that means like I'm going to be gone. I won't be able to go to work tomorrow. I got a hair appointment on Saturday. I don't know if I want that. But the Bible says that scarcely will even a, a man do somebody for, for who is righteous, let alone somebody who is not. But he did. While we were yet sinners, the Bible said, he died for us. While we were yet still in our mess, the Bible says that he died for us. And God is asking somebody today. He's asking somebody today. Would you love someone today that you find it hard to love? I'm going to let that sink in for a little bit. God is asking somebody today. Will you love somebody today? That you find it hard to love. We all have those people in our life. Amen. That you would rather tell them where to go and how to get there. Amen. But God is saying for you. Can you love that individual the way I love you? Can you look at that individual? Can you serve that individual? Can you love that individual the way I love you? Now, don't get me wrong. Just because you love somebody doesn't mean you got to be all chummy with them. Amen? 
But when you truly love somebody, you can look past their faults. And I truly believe that that's one of the hardest things to do in Christianity. Today, today is to forgive somebody. Is to put down that grudge. To take off that weight and lay it down and say, you know what? Today, I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to love you. Why? Because when I was wrong, when I mess up, and when I do the wrong thing, he forgives me. And if I can deserve to be loved, if I can deserve forgiveness, then you deserve to be loved. And you deserve forgiveness. Amen. Would you love someone today that you find it hard to love? Would you love someone today the way that I love you? With unconditional agape love, God says. Amen. That's powerful. Because I can tell you right now, church, that forgiveness is one of the hardest things to do. Loving somebody that has wronged us is the hardest thing to do. And that's why God, he didn't advise it. He didn't, uh, uh, he commanded it. He didn't suggest it. He commanded it. Can you give God a round of applause this morning? I got one more story for you. Amen. An elderly woman and her little grandson, whose face was covered with bright little orange freckles, spent the day at the zoo. Lots of children were waiting in line to get their cheeks painted by a local artist who was decorating them with tiger paws. You've got so many freckles, there's no place to paint, a girl on the line said to the little boy. Embarrassed, the little boy dropped his head. His grandmother knelt down next to him. Thank the Lord for grandmothers. Can you say amen? His grandmother knelt down next to him and said, I love your freckles. When I was a little girl, I wanted freckles, she said, while tracing her fingers across the child's cheek. Freckles are beautiful. The boy looked up. Really? Of course, said the grandmother. Why, just name me one thing that's more beautiful than freckles. The little boy thought for a moment, peered intensely into his grandma's face, and softly whispered, wrinkles. And so today... I say that may all of our friends, may all of our family, may all of our neighbors and co-workers and would-be enemies, if we allow them to be, be full of freckles and wrinkles. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. May you all be freckle-faced and wrinkled. And if you're not, bring the marker. Amen. And so today, Christian Restoration Center Church, today is the day. 
It is time to let go and to let God. Amen. It is our time to rise to the occasion and love one another and have communion with one another. Amen. As Christ loves you with love and mercy that saves and redeems. Amen. The Bible says in the first book of Peter, chapter 4 and verse 8, this scripture is going to blow a lot of us out of the water right now. Amen. Look, First Peter 4, 8. Peter says this, above all, above all, that makes it a priority, right? He says, above all, have fervent love for one another. Why? Because love will cover a multitude of sins. Amen. That's what love does. Love covers a multitude of sins. Amen. And God has called each and every one of us today to love like a mother loves. Without condition, mothers, how many times have you, don't answer, but how many times have you been disappointed? How many of you time, times you feel like you've been let down? How many times have, have you been angry or upset or, or whatever it is, but you still love your children? unconditional it doesn't matter what they do it doesn't matter what they say you're going to continue to love your children with that unconditional agape love and God says why can't we all have that kind of love for everybody why stop with our children you know, our children do something bad. Amen. We give them a little scolding and, you know, a little discipline here, a little pat on the back. Amen. You know, to help remind them that what they did was, was wrong. Amen. It's okay. Some of us aren't patting our children. Though. You need to. You need to. Amen. Or else they're going to grow up patting you on the back. But that's another lesson. That's Wednesday night. Tune in. Amen. But why stop with our children? Why not love our neighbor that upset us and parked in our parking spot? Why, why not love our, our boss that made us work on, on Sunday? Or why, why not? Lo you know what? I love you. Well, don't go around telling everybody that. <laughs> Tell your boss. Your boss might think you're weird. <laughs> you're working Saturday. I love you. Amen. I'm devoting you. I love you. You're fired. Why? Why can't we have that love? I know it, it sounds funny. You say, man, pastor was, was funny today and he made me laugh. But think about it. Why can't we love outside the box? Why is it easier for us to love someone at the grocery store and to, and to show our love? And, and You know what? Is that all you have? Yeah. Go ahead. Go right in front of us. That's okay. I got this full basket. You only got a couple things. Have yourself a great day. Oh, as a matter of fact, I really like your dress. Oh, your daughter is cute. But then we go around family members and we're fighting with, I hate you. Don't come by my house no more. I'll throw a rock at your car. Why can't we love them the same? 
Why can't we forgive when somebody cuts in front of us in line and you've been in that line forever? You don't say nothing. But then the family looks at you sideways and you're all over them. You're pulling back your hair. Man, we're going to get down. That's your sister. I know. Man. I know it sounds funny, but why can't we have that same love? Why is it that we love people outside of our circle more and we treat people outside of our circle better than those that are in our circle? Why? The Bible says this. In John chapter 13, as I come to a close. John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. Jesus says, a new commandment I give to you. That you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another. I love that scripture right there. Because Jesus said it in a time where the world was not showing any love for believers, for followers, for each other. And he gathered his disciples together and he told them, hey, I want you to go into all the world. And I want you to make disciples. And Jesus said, how are they going to know? How will they know that we are part of you or an extension of you because we're all an extension of the Lord we're all representatives of the Lord the Bible calls us ambassadors for Christ and the disciples are standing there and they're saying how will the world know he says they will know by the love that you show one towards another that's how they're going to know you're a Christian that's how they're going to know you're full of God's spirit that's how they're going to know that you're a lover of Christ that's how they're going to know that you're an ambassador that you're a representative of his You know, some time ago, we got a, a phone call after service from somebody. They were at the market. They called us up and, hey, does, does so-and-so, is so-and-so still in church? Like, yeah. Not our church, but he's in church. Why? What's going on? Man, I'm in the market right now. And he's in the aisle cussing his kids out. Cursing them out. 
And there's a big crowd. Everybody's watching, cursing them out, calling them names and calling them this and calling them that. And Can you call them? And I said, yeah, I'll give them a call. So I called cell phone a couple times. It didn't answer. Call me later. But that's not being an ambassador for Christ. Not forgiving family. Remember, this is a Mother's Day message. God is requiring, God wants each and every one of us to love with a mother's love. Everybody. Whether they're family or they're not family. Because that's how he loves you. God forbid, church, that God stop forgiving you. That God stop looking past your faults. That God stops making room for your mistakes. God forbid. And so as I close this morning and I ask you all to stand to your feet. And churches all over the country today. Preachers are preaching a message to all mothers this morning. My message to you this morning is simply this. Continue loving your children unconditionally. Love them unconditionally. And my message to the church is this. Love one another as Christ has loved you. Not only would the church be a much better place, but I think society would be a much better place. Let's love them the way we love each other. Let's forgive them the way we forgive each other. And even that's hard. Some of us don't even forgive each other in the house of the Lord. Some of us are, we're going to open the altar this morning. Amen. And I want to ask that all the mothers come to this altar this morning. Amen. Brothers, bring your wives. Amen. Mothers, if, if you're mom and dad, amen, uh, come to this altar. Amen. So we can pray a blessing.